Hey everybody, this is Kimia. And I'm Sean. And you're listening to Content and Coffee. So Sean, what are we talking about today? What's episode three going to be about? Episode three is about explaining retargeting. Perfect. And we're going to dive into... <clears throat> we're going to dive into what is retargeting, why you're going to need it, uh, what are the main platforms, should you even do it, is it expensive, and what your biggest takeaways are going to be. So let's get started off and uh, understand what it is exactly. What is retargeting? Yeah, that's a great question. And long story short, what retargeting is, is directing an advertisement or an advert online to someone based on the fact that they have already viewed content of yours such as your website or landing page in the past. And what I like to do to describe this is look at the idea of targeting cold prospects on the internet and warm prospects. So if you just sign up and set up a system where you're doing, let's say, a pay-per-click campaign with Facebook ads, you would set your target audience based on a set of interests. Let's say they're female age 25 to 30 with an interest in yoga. So these are cold prospects because they have never um, seen, in this case, let's say your yoga studio's business. Now that's interest-based cold targeting. When we talk about retargeting, you are not targeting people based on their interest, based on their age, based on a demographic, but you're actually targeting them based on their past behavior and specifically the fact that they have in the past viewed your website or viewed your landing page. And the way this works is when someone views a website, the website installs a little piece of a little file into your browser called a cookie. And then platforms such as Facebook can target people with a specific cookie from your website. So this creates the effect of when you click on a website and you find their content kind of follows you around the internet. That's what retargeting is. So it simply targets an advertisement to people that have already been on your website, your landing page, etc. So it's like uh, it's like an advertising reminder that follows you around the internet a little bit, right? Yeah, you could look at it as an advertising reminder. And I mean, the beauty of retargeting is that it's research shows it's five times as effective. And obviously, this number varies based on the industry. But on average, it's about five times as effective as cold targeting for that same amount of ad spend. And the dilemma always with online marketing is you don't want to waste your money because you're going to pay based on the number of views and the number of clicks you get. So if you're just kind of sending out blanket, broad targeting, maybe only 1% of the people that see your ad are actually interested in your service. However, if someone has already been onto your website, maybe they searched it in Google, maybe they clicked on a previous ad it's evident that they already have an interest in the service or product that you're selling. So targeting these people, you already know that they're interested. And that's why it's so much more effective than cold uh, targeting. Yeah, I can see how that would be really effective, especially if you can set the duration of time for it to follow them around. Uh, I I know for e-commerce especially, you see those Amazon ads that follow you around the internet all the time. A lot of shopping is based on impulse shopping. So I can see mm-hmm. how retargeting would be super powerful. Um, can you explain the different forms of retargeting in terms of platforms? So like, where would retargeting start to, say, um, show to the audience to follow them around? Because, you know, I just touched on Amazon, but obviously there's, there's some big players in the market. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So there's three main 
arenas where retargeting is usually done. So one of them is on Facebook and Instagram, uh, so social media platforms. The second one is the Google Display Network. And the third one is Search, so AdWords or Bing and Google. So first of all, with Facebook, the way that looks is on your Facebook feed or on your Instagram feed, because Instagram is owned by Facebook, so they work very similarly. Um, you will simply, you'll be targeted on your Facebook feed with an ad based on a previous website that you visited. I think that's the one most people are quite familiar with. The second one, the Google Display Network, this is your banner ads on websites. So when you go to a website, you'll often have a banner at the top or on the right hand or left hand sidebar that's advertising something that's related again to a website that you've previously visited. And this works through what's called the Google Display Network. Now, both of these are targeting people that are not necessarily actively looking for the product you're selling. For example, let's go back to the yoga example. Let's say we're selling a yoga mat. Maybe the person is on a website about hiking and they see an ad through the Google Display Network, which shows up to them as a banner of a yoga mat. Um, they did not go to this hiking website to actively find a yoga mat, but it's just kind of a it's showing it there anyway. So that's kind of the first two tiers, the Facebook, the Google Display, the Instagram. And the third, the third type of retargeting, which is a little bit, um, people don't actually think about this very often when they think of retargeting, is actually through search engines, so Google and Bing. And the way this works is, let's say we're talking about the yoga mat example. If Someone has the cookie installed in their computer because they've recently been on your yoga e-commerce website. And then they go into Google and they search best yoga mat in Vancouver, let's say. You can set it up so that when people search that term who also have the cookie installed in their system, then they will see the advertisement for your business at the top of the search page. And this is kind of, an in, it causes an interesting psychological effect for the person searching because you're already in their mind as a prospective place they're going to purchase the product. And then they search it in Google. And to them, they don't know about this retargeting. So they just think, oh, wow, that's funny. This company I was already considering is also showing up first. They must be very well established, you know, this, and it increases the chances that they're going to purchase from you. So that's the third one. And in my opinion, that's actually the most effective retargeting place. That sounds like it would be definitely the most effective. So I think what would be really interesting for the listeners is if we, uh, we put ghost it to the test. And, uh, and you know, I'll, I'll, I have a few questions lined up that I would like to ask, but in context of ghost it, because I think it'd be really interesting. So awesome. um, say we're thinking about getting into retargeting, right? And we're, we're a completely new customer. We don't understand how it works. Um, when should we start? Good question. In my opinion, retargeting is the first place you should start when you start doing paid advertising. The reason for that is it is the highest return on investment always, because again, you're targeting people already interested in you. So taking Ghosted as an example, you already have a certain number of people that visit the Ghosted website every month. Mm -hmm. Let's, this could be 500, it could be 5,000, it could be 50,000. It's as simple as installing a Facebook pixel onto your website and running ads to the people who have already 
viewed your website. And the thing to remember about retargeting is it's vastly less expensive than normal types of pay-per-click marketing. Because let's say you have 2,000 monthly visitors to your website. An audience size on Facebook of 2,000 is relatively extremely small. Most advertising campaigns will target audience sizes of 200,000 or higher. So for something as low as $1 or $2 a day, over a course of a month, these 2,000 people will see your ad multiple times. Well, that sounds really, you know, tying it back to content marketing, that sounds incredibly powerful for people who, who might read a blog post that solves a relevant problem, right? Mm-hmm. Like they, they land on your blog, they read something interesting, maybe they don't take action right away and they leave. Mm-hmm. But if you have retargeting set up, that, sound, that sounds incredibly powerful because then you are in front of them, following them around the internet saying, hey, we actually have the solution to your problem. Come mm-hmm. back to our website and take action. Mm-hmm. Definitely. So in terms of cost then, because you said it's, it's a little bit cheaper, uh, what can someone typically expect? Uh, how expensive is it? Uh, you know, compare that to other forms of digital marketing. Good question. It definitely depends on the client and the industry. But like I was saying, for a medium-sized business, for between 2 to $5 per day, they could have their entire audience of people that come to their website see their advertisement very frequently. And is that and, one, one cent per click-ish? Um, anywhere from, yeah, I mean, one cent would be very good, right. but anywhere from one cent to 50 cents per click. And it, again, it really depends on you know, what, what the industry is. For example, if we use Ghostit, Mm-hmm. You sell a service of content marketing. For you, clicks may be less important than an e-commerce business that sells a yoga mat. For you, maybe they've been to your website, they have your contact information, you know, you're a number in their notebook on the to-do list underneath a bunch of other stuff, and they're next with a question mark next to it, and your prospect is thinking to him or herself, maybe I'll call Ghost and look into this content marketing thing. And then on two days later, they see your ad pop up on their Facebook. Then the next day, you're on Instagram. And the day after that, you're showing up in a banner on another website. And those are constant reminders. And then they might pick up the phone and call that number they've jotted down on their notebook. So despite the fact there hasn't actually been clicks on the ad, it's ultimately resulted in them calling you and doing business with you. So that's, that's really powerful because if you, if you think about your example that you just gave Ghosted, right? They've seen my ad four times in your example, say, say four times as, as the example. And because it's cost per click, I've gotten essentially four free impressions until they click on it, right? Would that, would that, be, would that be correct? Or am I still paying for those impressions? Good question. It depends on the advertising platform. With Facebook, you can set it up on a cost per click or cost per impression basis. It'll never be completely free, mm-hmm. but it will be very inexpensive compared to other forms of marketing definitely yeah, that sounds yeah that sounds really powerful so so let's break this down for the listeners what can their biggest takeaways be for retargeting in terms of their advertising the biggest takeaway is i mean the biggest takeaway is start with retargeting and start now because it's low hanging fruit it's a huge roi and it's something you should be doing 
one misconception I see with a lot of business owners is they think that before they have to do these quote unquote advanced tactics such as retargeting, they should start with some basic Facebook ads. They should start by building out their social media pages or whatnot. And they seem to think that this tactic is, is down the road. But really, if you have more than 100 people visiting your website per month, retargeting is going to work to some level for you. So the biggest takeaway is get started with it sooner than later. Yeah, absolutely. I, I love the low-hanging fruit uh, example that you just gave there because so many times it's so easy to overcomplicate what you have to do to get people on your website and get people to take action on your for your uh, for your business. But if you just do if you just do the simple things and just keep at it, the consistency part of things, and and you focus on the the easy wins, the low hanging fruit, it's very easy for you to for you to gain traction quite quickly. And retargeting sounds like one of those things for you to gain traction quite quickly because you are taking advantage of an audience that has already shown interest in your website. Definitely. And yeah, that's exactly right. Perfect. It's, I think that in general, with any sort of marketing strategy, you start with the highest return on investment things first. And with retargeting, setting up one simple retargeting ad just on one platform, let's take Facebook, for example, two people that have viewed your website is going to get you a ton of results. And you can add layers of complexity after that. You can add multiple variations. You can start going onto the other platforms, the Google Display Network, the Search Network. But just starting with that one thing is going to be really effective. The only thing with retargeting is you just have to know how to set up, the install the correct pixels into your website to track the cookies and things like that, which is one of the things we specialize in helping small to medium-sized businesses get set up. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. So I think, I think that's all the notes for, for retargeting. Sean, you, know, you, you took the lead on explaining that, so I think you did an excellent job. And if, if anyone has any more questions, is there, a, is there a place for them to find you? Absolutely. So Sean, S-E-A-N, at north.digital is my email address. Check us out online as well, www.north.digital. And more than happy to, we do free consultations on how something such as a retargeting marketing campaign would work for uh, our clients. And one thing I'd like to add is that with what Ghostit does and with content marketing, they actually work in tandem really, really effectively because content marketing is going to bring people, get views to the website, and then retargeting is going to increase the return on investment of each one of those views exponentially over the 30 days that the pixel is tracked. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. So I actually have an ask of the audience. Uh, we didn't ask this in our last two episodes, but if you guys are liking this content and you want to see more of it, either drop drop me or Sean an email at sean at north.digital or kimia, K-I-M-I-A at ghostit, G-H-O-S-T-I-T dot C-O and leave us a rating. You know, we, we really enjoy making the podcast and we'd obviously like to hear your feedback and the ratings help us get found and, and grow our audience and all that stuff. And so... We've got a lot more really exciting episodes coming in the pipeline, so obviously stay tuned and we'll, uh, we'll keep bringing you the content. Awesome. Couldn't have said it better. Thanks for listening, everyone, and we can't wait to touch base next Monday. All right. Thanks, everyone. Take care.